Also, it solved the first fic. It's called Doctor Who and the Silly Regeneration Pudding. Sorry. Doctor Who and the Silly Regeneration Thing. I was reading the author's name. Plump. I can't read. I shouldn't do this show. <laughs> Again. Anyway, the uh, <laughs> the synopsis is, Oh no, the Doctor has regenerated into Judy Dench. What a dilemma. That's not a dilemma, <laughs> that's a fucking result. <laughs> yeah, but the BBC's budget has clearly gone up if they can get the Dench as <laughs> the Doctor. Uh, so that explains... I was imagining it was Jodie Whittaker the whole way through, but no. No, it's Dame Judy Dench. It's the Dench. Yeah, with Danny DeVito as a fucking companion. This is yeah. amazing. I want yeah. to see this. Well, it's three parts, roughly 30,000 words in all. And yeah, I recommend it for that alone. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't read the whole thing. Oh no, the Doctor has spontaneously regenerated into Judy Dench. What a dilemma. There's also a slight issue that Earth is being invaded by the Daleks, who are currently running a pizza parlor. Things are about to get strange. That's some universe that the author has built for, for A themselves. beautiful universe. Yeah, absolutely. This is what fan fiction is here for. Hmm. Ideas like this. 10 out of 10. Right, I'm putting explicit on. Let's find some smut. So what banter do we want to do? I've mentioned our trips to the Railway Museum already. Yeah, that was quite a nice segue into... Uh, I had to save that one for that. That's it. If uh, you want to hear what we're on about, dear listeners, then please but go no, listen we're to not our using second this. show. We're not using this. Why? I don't know. It just <laughs> <laughs> didn't seem great to me. How dare you? Also, it won't be out yet, because much like Doctor Who, time paradoxes. Wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey. Exactly. I didn't realise we've yeah. had a time paradox recently. When was this? As in... We were talking about something that won't be out by the time uh, this goes up. I don't want to say, go listen to our second show and then they go and listen to the Hannibal fix or whatever else we did and think, hang on a minute, this doesn't Though make you... any sense. Yeah. Though you should listen to the Hannibal fix. They're yeah, because they good. were great fun. Yeah. Hello, everyone. We're back. Oh, didn't hear you there. <laughs> did you miss it? Oh, yeah, no, yeah let's no, open I, like that. No, that was a joke because that's horrendous. <laughs> oh, hi. Oh, I didn't see you there. And I still can't see you, because this is a one-way method of communication. Five times, that's why just, I said it as a joke. Just, don't do just it. Let just him, let him get it out it of his system, It never leaves Grace. his system, Nick. I'm having my fun. <laughs> this is true. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Shipping Forecast. We didn't see you there. We definitely didn't see you there, because, again, it's a one-way method of communication. Mm. I'm James. You know what? No, okay, no. New year, new start. There's going to be people who haven't listened to our show before. Everyone go around and tell each of you a fact about yourself. Okay. Nick, you go first. I'm Nick, and I like trains. He sure does. <laughs> Grace. I'm Grace, and I've been told I'm a gaslighting gremlin. But I think I'm flawless. <laughs> I'm James. I told Grace she's a gaslighting <laughs> gremlin. Because <laughs> she is. Not and the reason she is is she started the year by telling me she went to the hairdresser and got a new haircut. Not only that, but she said she wasn't happy with the haircut and was kind of, it sounded like she was quite down about it. So I spent a lot of time trying to reassure her and say, no, it looks really nice. Being the good friend. Being a good friend. Yeah, but this was over text. So like the feeling behind the words that were written were interpreted differently. We also had two video calls in then because we played D&D together online. And then she came round to my house 
and it was four hours and we watched two we watched puss in boots and then we watched kung fu panda 2 that's two whole films that's about three hours she then took the wig off that she was wearing because it wasn't actually her hair she was lying to me for two weeks oh that's and wearing fucking the mega. wig on the on the skype calls and shit uh, yeah. Your face is a picture, though. Just like watching someone remove a part of their scalp only to find it was a wig. <laughs> I spent a lot of time trying to be nice, being like, yeah, no, Grace, the hair does look good. And it did look good, so to be clear. The I, I, thing is, I found this most hide- I found a hideous pink wig, and I thought, oh, oh you know lovely. I'd be funny. You know Shut I'd your face. <laughs> tell, tell James that the barber ruined my life. So, that. Uh, yeah, she said those words. The barber room. Not only that, you told you told me the people at work were being mean yeah, about her. Yeah, because I wanted to tell you all the fun jokes about pink hair I'd come up with on the. But, but it was actually my mum who thought the whole thing was funny because she was telling me how when she was off out on her first date, or not, well, like a dinner date with um with her boyfriend, that she had put on this tan. Right, that tans darker the longer you leave it on. <laughs> so she sat there the whole evening, going more and more orange <laughs> in the front, just to, wow. just to make this guy like go, "What the fuck's happening to her?" <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, "Oh, that's sure. right. I know what I'll do." So we know where we yeah. where you get it from. You've learned from an early age to to just to just, to just mess with chaos. people yeah. for, for everyone's amusement. I mean, like. Grace's alignment is chaotic neutral for everyone else who plays <laughs> I mean, D&D. Grace has a black belt in I gaslighting. Mean, right, so the, <laughs> the plan was was to amuse you at the same time. Like, I wasn't trying to bully you or anything. It was just like, oh, James will find... In all fairness, James I was amused. <laughs> hilarious. Because, thing is, it spiralled out of control early because... He, I sent him a picture of me with the wig on going, wow, look what the barber's done to me. What a, what a wanker. Mm. This could only happen to me, right? Lol, 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 all that shit. And, um, and he started showing other people the picture of me in the wig. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. <laughs> now everyone thinks I've got pink hair, so I've got to like double down on this now. I wasn't going to leave it nearly as long as it went on. Oh, you didn't have to double down yeah, on other it. Other people yeah. suddenly thought I had pink hair, and I was just like, "Oh God!" And also, all thought it looked nice. To be like, no one said a bad thing about this uh, hair. Oh, I God only knows why. <laughs> it's literally pink. It, it, it looked fine. There are plenty of people out there with pink hair. <sighs> uh, funny. So the exact words you said, Grace, were, "Am I kawaii yeah, no, yet?" A joke. I'm getting my hair dye. <laughs> I'm too old to look like I'm rebelling against my parents and running off to live at Comic-Con. Can I just... I had the shit ripped out of me at work, he said. <laughs> Can I... Uh... People are calling me that bitch from Lazy Town. <laughs> and I just want to ask a question, right? Yeah. Did you buy this wig specifically to fuck with James? No. I actually bought this wig because I thought to myself, you know what? I really like the idea of changing up my hairstyle, but I'm not ready to commit to actually having my hair cut. So I'll see what it looks like in the flesh with a wig. Oh, okay. And I looked at this one, and I must have been a few vodkas in, and I went, yeah, go on then. And so it arrived, (laughs) and I thought, fuck it. 
<laughs> Let's get some mileage out of it. <laughs> I've sent a picture, Nick. This was the um, original picture. Whereabouts have you sent it Over to? Over on our Facebook group. Okay, let's have a look. I have lots of cute pictures of me in this fucking wig, including up two whole Skype calls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, that is pretty convincing. Yeah. <laughs> but personality-wise, so. it doesn't suit me because I'm evil. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, new listeners. Grace is the evil one. Yeah, we didn't say that. Grace admitted it of her That's own accord. That's fine, it means I regret yeah. nothing. My actions are my own. <laughs> so, also because it's a new year, we should really explain what this show is about. Uh, yep, just to uh, refresh some memories and to, to make some exactly. new ones. Yeah. So we're the shipping forecast. We're here to talk about shipping. Mm. Sometimes the boat kind, mostly the relationship dynamic kind. Yeah, not about boats, only there was that one time. There was that one time we did a boat episode. Yeah. There might there will be a second boat episode probably and this year. Shipping we'll see, we'll see what the schedule holds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I'm sure they joined up thinking um, oh, these must be the people that know what's happening in the Suez Canal and when it's going to be cleared <laughs> so we can stop losing money hand over fix and it's just us three idiots going ha ha they've made ever given into a waifu yeah, yeah but but like they they followed us on tumblr it's like of all the yeah. places you're going to get your shipping information why the fuck did you pick tumblr <laughs> <laughs> desperation maybe i do think they're still following us incidentally I think they are, yeah <laughs> So they decided to stick I around. I should mention, incidentally, talking to Tumblr, you guys probably don't know this. A few of our listeners probably do. At least the ones still on Tumblr. Tumblr's currently having a spam bot raid. Okay. In the past week, we have gained multiple new followers, including Gracie XT Flicker, who is just a girl in a bikini who's never posted anything. Okay. Penny Mo 38 Uh... Charged. It's usually like a random string of letters, and then their profile will say things like "Daddy's girl, Pisces, New York" with various emojis. Okay. What's your point? I have some banter about this actually. Oh, do go oh, on. <laughs> the hot, hot singles in your area. <laughs> yeah, like spam bots. Okay, so um, I have an Instagram account, right? Okay. I'm not going to tell you the handle uh, because I try and keep my hobby separate from whatever I do on this show. But anyway. I went to a car show and got extremely fucking sunburned because I didn't wear a hat. And when I got home, I decided, you know what would be funny? I'll take a photo of my sunburn and put it on Instagram. So I took a photo in the mirror of the back of my head because I was just red up until where my shirt was. And then just like white. It was a proper fucking farmer mm -hmm. tan. So I put this on Instagram and... <laughs> What happens is a load of these spam bot accounts started liking this picture. <laughs> okay. Because it's like, oh, here's a fat, bald guy who likes trains. He must be lonely. I like him. He'll <laughs> like me back. And then I can start selling him services or whatever. <laughs> so basically, my most liked picture on my Instagram is a picture of the back of my head. <laughs> All the pictures of cars and trains and shit that I have posted and my most liked picture is of the back Aww. of my head because of this these spam bots. <laughs> Fantastic. These spam bot bots have no love for the craft of the engines. <laughs> so, the moral of the story 
if you want to be next lover, you got to talk about trains. Yeah. I realize we got completely sidetracked there. The shipping forecast. Yeah. What yes. we do. <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> we talk about fan fiction. We do. Yeah. Each month we pick a topic and we do two episodes on it. First episode, we go through I call this episode the judging books by its cover episode because we go in, we look at some fix, and we try and find something nice to read on AO3 about that fandom. Yeah, we actually read the summary and the and the title and go, oh, I wonder what this is about. Mm. And mostly, oh, that sounds nice. Let's have a look. Yes. And the tags, if they're hilarious. Oh, we do like a good tag. Yeah, exactly. which often they are. Mm-hmm. And then our second episode will be us going in depth on a fic we really enjoyed from that fandom. Mm-hmm. We don't read the whole thing, but we sort of look through it and uh, we talk about what we liked. Yeah, we do a we do a concise summary mm-hmm. of well, there are fix of the month. I say concise. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it isn't. But I'd like to say they're the best fix we found in the in the fandom, but really, most of the time it's hard to pick one. But it's it definitely is. Sometimes it's the day before I'm like going through. Going, oh, I've got to pick one, and there's loads here that are good and. That's this tough. is it. Yeah, you you authors. I'd out like there, to say uh, that's the hardest part of the job. It's really the editing is still the hardest part, but you know, close second. I can second this, having edited an episode of my own. Well done, Nick. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> edited an episode. Well done, Nick. That must have been so hard for you. Um, for somebody who isn't very good with computers, <laughs> it was. Sorry, that was really catty of me. <laughs> I it was. Was it? Was it really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> It's fine. We're all friends here. I don't but know. Grace seems kind of like an enemy <laughs> these days. Aww. For the most part, we're all friends I'm here. I'm not an enemy. No, you're not an enemy. You're more of a rival. Oh my god. Okay, so do you know? <laughs> you're you're the Gary Oak to my Ash. Do you know what I think Grace's thing is? What? What's Grace's thing? Do you know when a cat will bring you a dead mouse to show you affection? <laughs> okay. I, I think it's a bit like that. I, I reckon you're sort of. Displays of affection, Grace, are like gentle ribbing, pranks, that sort of yeah, thing. I mean, yeah. Gaslighting. I'm you incredibly know. polite to people I hate. <laughs> they they think I'm really nice, and then everyone I like fucking hates me. <laughs> yeah, it's your equivalent of the dead mouse. Yes, I yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's I guess that's a way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Is there anything else we need to say about who we are before we get into... I, I feel like they've never cared about who we are. It it doesn't <laughs> bring people in. I don't know. All the feedback is usually nice about us, saying we've all got great chemistry <laughs> and because, have fun dynamics. Because, like, all the compliments really belong with the authors and what they've written. That's <laughs> also fair. The only thing we do bring is us chatting shit. And they went, yeah, you chatted good shit today, guys. The fix were fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Fair enough. I do just want to finish this little section with a disclaimer. Oh, God. Okay. Please, please, please take any advice that we give with an entire summer of salt. Oh, that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, sometimes we'll just go off on a topic, and most of the time we're wrong. Sometimes we're unethical. I say we. Again, Grace. Put metal spoons in (laughs) microwaves. Go on, you know you want to. Yeah. We've, we've got a long history of poor decisions. If you want more details, I recommend going into our backlog. What I don't recommend with our backlog, though, is going to our first episode of Doctor Who. Don't. Don't do it. Because that's why we're doing this episode today. We're going to redo our first episode. Yep, we're going to right a few wrongs. 
Yeah. yeah. Like, our first time, it's still up. I'm going to leave it up because, you know what? I'm not ashamed of the past. But it is rough around the edges. Like, the editing is, frankly, pants. It, um, yeah, and I don't think we were particularly nice. We hadn't really found our feet yeah. with the first two episodes. Honestly, the Chernobyl one's a bit rough as well. It's a little bit better, but mm. it's it's not ideal. There were a um, lot of changes to the format uh, before mm-hmm. we arrived. We did to... a lot of experimentation. Yeah, before we arrived at the uh, the format that you all know and love today. Yeah, we hadn't fi- found our footing, really, with the show at that point, and we're here to redo that. Mm. This doesn't mean we're out of ideas. <laughs> we have a big, long list of fandoms to cover. But because we always started with part of the Super Hulock Trinity, I kind of wanted to redo that first line in the Trinity. To uh, Just when you thought we'd reached the bottom of the barrel. There is still a second barrel below the bottom of the barrel that we have yet to explore. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it'll be fine. We've started a new barrel. You'll know we've reached the bottom of the barrel when we cover... Ourselves. No, if we cover ourselves, that means we've made it. <laughs> When we are a tag on AO3, which we, we are. We already are. Yeah, we are a tag on AO3. Yeah. It's not enough for a whole episode. <laughs> no, I think there's like one fic, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> there's one fic, and we've got a mention in another one. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> yeah, and that was about it. The point, when we've got a thousand fics about us, we'll do our own episode. Yeah. Uh, you'll know when we cover Five Nights at Freddy's, I'm going to say. That's when we've jumped the shark. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard that expression, jump the shark. Oh, it comes from the show Happy Days. It does, yeah. The sort of benchmark for the show's decline was when uh, the Fonz actually does jump a shark. Mm-hmm. That was when... It started off as like a grounded show, and when it got silly like that, that's when it's like, okay, no, yeah. pack it in. Yeah, it's, it's jump the shark, it's time to stop now. Mm-hmm. You've told as much story as you're going to, and now it's time to bow out gracefully. Oh, okay. Exactly. But we haven't jumped the shark yet. I don't think we've even We're not started even setting up the ramps for exactly. jumping the shark. So, we'll be yeah. fine. So with that in mind, do you want to? I was tempted to ask each of us who our favourite waifus are, just to kind of really set the stage of our personalities. <laughs> but we, we could just jump in. Uh, we could jump in. We could go um, favourite doctors. Yes, that's the. Yeah. That is an important question. Yes. So Doctor Who. For anyone who doesn't know. Also, we're British, so Doctor Who's kind of quite a grounded thing in our culture, but for those who aren't, Doctor Who, British sci-fi show, Blue Box, very popular on Tumblr. Yep. Don't know if it still is, definitely used to be during the David Tennant days. I grew up on Doctor Who. Hmm. I had a lot of tapes that my dad taped during the 70s of the Tom Baker and Peter Davidson era. Have you still got them? Don't know. If you've still got them, I'd check them for lost episodes. No, it's not lost episodes. I was going to say, you could be rich. So a big chunk of the lost episodes come from the second and third Doctor era. Oh, okay. I don't believe there's any for Tom Baker and Peter Davidson. Might be worth checking. I'd, I'll double check. I doubt mm. it. Um, personally, my favourite Doctor. I said this in the last in the original one. It's still Paul McGann. Still Paul McGann. Fair enough. He was the eighth Doctor. He had one episode, and he's had two cameos in the series since. He's he's the best. He's he's got everything. He's got a nice blend of the old series and the new series. He's got this calm, cool voice. Um, He's also in a few of the audio dramas, isn't he? He did a lot of audio dramas, and I enjoyed all of the ones I've listened to. Oh, good. Um, Yeah. He's easily my favourite. Nick? Okay, so, mine is now Peter Capaldi. Solid choice. Uh, He used to be Matt Smith, but I really Mm -hmm. like... 
I really like Capaldi's character. He was slightly darker. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really liked that. As somebody who... Uh, it's how I reckon the Doctor should have been as somebody who, uh, who fought this time war, who was... Mm making all these unfair decisions and, and stuff like that, but he had to make them because he was the only one who could. So I found that Matt Smith's era was very much him starting out as a nice, funny, whimsical, magical man yeah, and becoming gradually more depressed and grumpy as time went on. Yeah. Whereas Capaldi was the exact opposite. Yeah, he was. He yeah. started out as no-nonsense grumpy man, and by the end he had magic sunglasses. And that was great. That was fantastic. Riding in on a fucking tank playing the electric mm-hmm. guitar. Like, time Absolutely. paradox? What time paradox? Exactly. Yeah. That was that... his midlife crisis, and I was here for it. Yeah, that was fantastic. Grace. Mm-hmm. Who is your favourite Doctor Who? Mm. Tough question. Yeah, I didn't realise this was a hard one. <laughs> it's tough because I don't really like any of them. <laughs> okay. Grace's answer is, there are no good Doctor Whos. Uh, oh. Time to go, everyone. <laughs> Maybe David Tennant, Matt Smith. Both solid choices. I did you know really did enjoy the David like Tennant that? episodes. The, you know, running down a corridor in a big coat. But I personally think David Tennant is better with Matt Smith. Specifically the episode where they're both together. With Having the War Doctor s- as well. Yeah, they had this sort of comedy double act thing going on. I did enjoy that. That was really good. Yeah. <laughs> like They make a great that. pair, and I'd really enjoy just a spin-off of just the two of them hanging out. I did like that, and did also like uh, the War Doctor being there as the mm. the straight man, shall we say. Representing the the old era. Yeah, just being like, you two are fucking idiots. Mm-hmm. When did I get so sort of extra, if you know what I mean? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. I think one of my favourite lines from that was, uh, they're screwdrivers, what are you going to do? Assemble a cabinet at them. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> yeah. They're all, I miss Moffat. <laughs> <laughs> Come back, Stephen, if you're there. <laughs> um, okay, maybe we'll make this easier. Who is your favourite companion? This doesn't make it easier, but probably... Um... Okay, I'll make this easier for Grace. Grace, who is your least favourite companion? <laughs> Oh, my least favourite companion. I'm shocked you have to think about this. That's because I, I can't remember the already. names. It was Clara, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, she was annoying. Um, <laughs> but there, I know your was, least favourite is Clara. There was another one. Slam that one. <laughs> there was another one that annoyed me. Actually, I think there were three of them, but like that's, that's not fair, really, is it? Um, I think Catherine Tate was my favourite. Yeah. Yeah, she's done a noble. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, she's good. She's yeah. back as well for the 60th. Oh. Yeah, I do need to watch. And I will when it comes up. Yeah. Uh, my favourite, Rory Williams. Yeah, Rory motherfucking Williams. He needed more screen time. He absolutely did. Second, bland. actually, you know, who really deserved more screen time was Danny Pink. Yeah, Danny Pink was pretty good. Clara's boyfriend. I really enjoyed his dynamic because he did not like the Doctor. No, he didn't. And it, he had valid reasons to dislike the Doctor. And at the end, he was right. And I thought that was great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who was this? So, it was good. I'd have liked more screen time with Danny Pink. This was Clara's boyfriend. The Yeah. Yeah, the first one. He, he ends up, um, spoiler alert, by the way, uh, he gets made That's another Cyberman. point. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. Sorry to interrupt, Nick. For our show, so many spoilers. We're so bad at that. Yes. Watch out. So, just disclaimer, if you can just imagine the three of us saying spoiler alert before every episode, mm-hmm. then, yeah, that would save us a lot of work. 100%. I've, or, I try and put it in the show description as well but yeah. you've been warned saying that 
Has anyone actually watched much of the Jodie Whittaker series? No. Only a bit. Yeah, I've I dropped out after um uh, about halfway through her first season. There was one on this hospital ship, and I was really bored, and that isn't a good sign. Yeah, Doctor this... Who has bad episodes, but this was the first time I'd ever seen a boring episode. The general consensus, I mean, I, I haven't watched it because I watched Doctor Who through Netflix. Mm-hmm. The consensus I got was Jodie Whittaker was a good Doctor let down by bad writers. I would agree yeah. with that from what I've seen. And hopefully she's going to have more time in the audio dramas, and I really hope she'll be able to shine with better writers. Yeah, fingers crossed. Here's hoping. Do we have anything else to say? I mean, normally we like to go into like what this show is, but Doctor Who's kind of such a big one that it's hard to... Yeah, honestly, like, if you don't know, then get on the Googles. It's hard not to know about Doctor Who, at least in some... Even if you don't like it. Yeah, you know it exists. It's like... It's um, so everywhere. Knowing the existence of tea, even that you don't like it, it is mm-hmm. yeah, equally a part of many countries' culture. It's always there in the background. Exactly. Okay. Is there anything else we want to say in that case? That sounds like a no. <laughs> Let's type Doctor Who into the box. The blue box. The AO3 is red, my dude. Yeah, I know, but still. This is the Doctor Who episode. I'm really sad I can't read Russian, because one of the most recent fix out for Doctor Who is just called Dracula. Oh, okay. It's all in Russian, except the bit at the bottom where it says, Dracula, Rob, Rob Zombie. That's fantastic. It contains the 13th Doctor and the Master, and vampires. I've just seen that. It's some sort of drabble. Um, maybe we could do, like, a Google Translate version no, of it? No, I'm not. That's another policy on this show. We're not going to put it through there, because we'll only butcher it. Well, Google will butcher it for us. Google will butcher it, and then we'll read it, and it'll be worse. Fair enough. So, I'm also going to search by hits to make things more interesting. Okay, let's get into it. Oh, you know, no, okay, shit, there is a segment we missed. It's been so long since we've done this. Okay, predictions. Who do you think we're seeing? Ships. The Master and Doctor Who. Yes, because we yes. are the shipping forecast. We do have to forecast the ships. Otherwise, we can't call ourselves and that. And just like the actual weatherman, it's hit or miss whether we get it right. <laughs> Damn right it is. To be fair, I think there's been quite a few instances where we've forgotten to do that. Yes, there is. <laughs> and- New year, new us. We're yeah. going to get it right. Yeah, we're going to try so and get that it right. So in mind, who are we seeing ships? I agree. We're going to see a lot of the Doctor and the Master, because AO3 loves a bad boy teamed up with a good boy. I think we're going to see at least one ten and Crowley from Good Omens. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, uh, so, so David large, Tennant with himself. A large mm-hmm. sweep of... Of the Master and Doctor Who follow our small spatterings around the country. Of, uh... We don't have to do it like a weather oh, forecast. <laughs> and I think we are going to see a lot of the Doctor and Rose Tyler, because for some strange Probably. reason people kind of like that kind of thing. That was the big romance of the Tumblr days of Doctor Who. It was. I I don't know what we're going to see, aside from those, but I do know what I want to see. Go on. Dalek on Dalek action. <laughs> I want Dalek fucker right here. (laughs) (laughs) Or Dalek with Cybermen. Yeah. yeah, Because they always had a lot of sexual chemistry. There is a lot of sass every time a Dalek meets a Cyberman. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And if we're going to get really weird with it, and we will, you know how Sontarans have that hole in the back of their neck? No. (laughs) 
I do now, but... Sontarans have a hole in the back of their neck. It's their one weakness as clones. It's to make sure they don't show their back to the enemy. Oh. I want someone to put their dick in the hole. I didn't realise it was a hole. Poor Strax. Oh, Christ. Ah, shit. That's talking of Drax. I want to see the lesbians the, from the Victorian era. Oh, the, oh the yes. Yeah. The dinosaur lady and her... Um, I'm going to say maid, but we all know it's her wife. Yeah, this is it. I want them to... It was a travesty that they didn't get a spin-off show of their own. It kind of is. I wanted them solving sort of alien mysteries in yeah. Victorian London. That would have been really good. Exactly. I, I yeah. think they should have had a show where they were looking up cosmic entity horrors in Victorian London, like Eldritch yeah. Horror types. And that would have been a great spin-off because it wouldn't have been quite obviously aliens. It would have been something a bit more fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been cool. I would have actually yeah. watched that. Yeah. I won't fix about them. I just remember the human's name is Jenny. I can't remember who the other one's name is. Nice. It <laughs> would it's been have, a while. It would have been um, a bit like Torchwood meets Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been quite good. I'd have given it to a different writer, though, because much as I love Moffat, he's already done Sherlock, and I, th- I think he needs some something else to do. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Give him something else to do. Exactly. Crossovers, I'm expecting the Trinity to be fully integrated together. Yep, Super Who Lock, definitely. We're going to see Benedict Cumberbatch shag David Tennant with um, the Winchesters watching. (laughs) If we find exactly that, can I have uh, the winning lottery numbers, please? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I reckon we'll see um, Jack Hartness and Yanto Jones um, from from Torchwood stuff. I really liked Jack and Yanto. I was okay. The third season of Torchwood is probably some of the best TV the BBC's ever made. Was that Children of Earth? Children of Earth, yeah. Yeah, okay. Specifically, the bit where, spoilers again, Yanto dies. Oh, what? He dies with Jack. Jack wakes up and he's like, oh shit, he's dead. And it's one of the most heartbreaking scenes I've seen on TV. Uh, yeah, um, for those listeners that don't know, Jack Harkness is immortal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this Spoiler. is the BBC, so it's like they never really do that sort of shit that well. Are you sure you weren't yeah. just edgy and young and just over, just got, just got I could just have been young and edgy, but they went pretty hard with it, if I remember rightly. Okay. Yeah. And I thought it was quite good. Okay, I think we've covered our bases. Let's get into it. I've found a very short one. Okay. Um, called Tree Trimming by M underscore Findler. Uh, the summary is Strax has his own ideas for trimming the tree. This is Strax the Sontaran, Sontaran yeah. decorating a Christmas tree. Okay. It's How very Strax. That? It is short. It's only a hundred words. Okay. So here it is. Clara Strax. Yeah, there's Clara I have Strax taken the 11. liberty of filling the ornaments with liquid atomic solution. They were fully depleted and tactically useless. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that they explode now? Of course, boy. How else should we obliterate the foul scum of this planet? You only need pull the string, then throw. (laughs) (laughs) This is very Strax. Yes, it is. God, I love Strax. My favourite angry potato. (laughs) Yeah, he he is absolutely fantastic. Like, Mm. could wage war against the universe on his own, doesn't because he's been told not to by the Doctor. Yeah, (laughs) I think that's it. And the Lizard Lady, yeah. I think that's the only thing holding him back. (laughs) He'd rather go to Glasgow and have a scrap instead. <laughs> I did love that. <laughs> yeah, that is fantastic. Mm. Uh, okay. Okay, I'm going to be back in a second. I'm just going to grab a glass for my juice. Yep, okay. Turn. Let, uh, I've got just the thing for him to come back to. Oh, go on. Hang on, I just need to let Discord load and then I'll send it. 
<laughs> I do like how you spend all that money on a new laptop and it's just as bad as the old No, one. I'm doing it on my phone. Oh, right, okay. I'm back, bitches. Hey. Hello. Did I miss anything? No. Not really. Okay, that's a shame. Oh, hang on. No, no, I've got it. I've got it. <laughs> okay. All tracks lead to Rose. There is a lot of Tenth Doctor and Rose. Train Conductor Ninth Doctor? <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck's sake. Oh my god! Train AU. Oh yeah. Fluff human 10 and, and human 9 both have their sass on the same beautiful face. Will there be romance at the station? Who will Rose choo choo choose? Oh my god. You're so oh, welcome. It's, it's fucking 9 as a conductor, it's 10 as an engineer. Hang on, is Rose the train? <laughs> I don't think Rose is the train. We'll have to find out. It says it's crack, so it could be. Tags we've been doing. You. We've been looking at fix for five minutes, and Nick has found what he's reading. I. One of the tags is the doctor needs eats a sandwich. Hybrids trainality. I don't. Oh god. Puff and angst steam. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, apparently, this is crack treated seriously. Nice. The best kind. Yep. The absolutely. Hang on. Alternate universe slavery. I suppose. Oh, I don't know. I mean, that's in a lot of uh, universes, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not. <sighs> oh, dear, I'm very dear, confused. Dear. I like the disclaimer. I don't really know a lot about trains, but uh, enjoy. <laughs> okay, Nick, if you're covering this, you've got to be nice. Like, if they get stuff wrong about trains, please don't, like, go off. That That's fine. I won't... I... You've already had at least two, potentially three episodes to talk about trains in the past month. I have, you're right, thank yeah. you. Give them a pass if they get trains wrong. He works He works for Bad Wolf Rails. Oh yeah. Oh, Bad Wolf Rails? BWR. <laughs> I mean, yeah, BWR, fair enough. Yeah, it's. I suppose it's a better alternative to the Great Western Railway, am I right? Rail shade. <laughs> I'm just sort of skimming it to see if the train is talking. I suspect it is. Something with the engine. I don't know what's happening to it, but it seems to be continually turned on. Yeah, the lever is fine. Oh it's not stuck or jammed. Something else is powering the engines. Then Rose is from... It's from the added battery, I think. Hang on a minute. They've made a hybrid steam locomotive. What oh. the... What is this? Rose is a train girl. One of the tags is hybrids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It all fits! What's going Oh, this. Wow. <laughs> oh, it's. It, I think it's um, like the Starship Titanic. Better still, it's like Speed, I think. Like <laughs> it's the, like Speed. Speed the film with Keanu Reeves. I like, know about Speed. <laughs> yeah, the speed is too high and they need to slow it down. But it'll blow up if it goes too slow. Possibly. But, yeah, I. I'm quite intrigued. I might have found the thing that I'm reading, maybe. I know. <laughs> I knew that from the title. Have these authors just spent three years to listening to me talk They're about training. trains? They know. And thought, hmm, this guy needs more to talk about. I'm going to write this. You know, the show, it's all fine. I just wish Nick could talk about trains a bit more. <laughs> if only they could twist James's arm to make sure that he has to let Nick talk about trains, and there's nothing he can do to stop him this time, because it's all within the rules. Fly, my pretties. Fuck's <laughs> sake. Oh, dear. I mean, it came out this year. You're not wrong. It's yeah, yeah. It's possible. 
is entirely possible, um, although the authors would probably never admit this. It's okay, I've got something for James. Oh, really? Star Trek Doctor. I mean, good. <laughs> uh, I like no, how... it's, it's Doctor Who Sonic the Hedgehog by <laughs> For Fuck's Sake, Jim. Run away by For Fuck's Sake, Jim. <laughs> I'm sure I've said that at some point in this podcast. Many times. Many times, yeah. So, additional tags. This is crack treated seriously. I hate that this is so good. And Denny's parking lot breakup. Oh no, not Denny's. This is, not my magnum this is nothing opus. but my magnum opus, and I am Icarus flying too close to the sun. <laughs> treated seriously. Sonic and the Doctor run into each other after years after the Doctor's dumped him in a Denny's parking lot. <laughs> Review from Death is Haunted by Humans. Anyways, I hate that this is good. It makes me want to flail on the floor like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> no, do not at me, I know this. <laughs> God attempted to nerf me for this since I told myself I would post this after I showered. I fell in the shower and hit my head, and here I am nursing my headache, but making sure this is posted oh. for the world to see. I hope that got better. Fuck you, God, not today. <laughs> oh my God. There's a sequel, incidentally. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm bookmarking this. Come bother me on social media at for fuck's sake, Jim. There we go. I sure will. I have questions like, can we read this on fanfics and chill? Yeah, as a fellow Jim, I think you you yeah. owe it to to him. I'm gonna reach out. Or her. It's also yeah. okay. Brief tangent from our main topic. Um, I want to see if there's any fix about Nick. I sent you the video of Waffle House Wendy, right? Um, no. I don't think he did. There was a woman involved in a brawl at a Waffle House, and someone threw a chair at her, and she blocked oh, the shit. chair. Yeah, oh, yeah, the she, just it was the, really... she just caught the chair, yeah. She parried that chair. She didn't even catch it. She just deflected it with her arm. Yeah, yeah, just like one-armed and, and fucked it off, yeah. It's incredibly cool, and I'm curious if there's any fix about her. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know I was inspired by that beautiful scene. Incredible. Okay, no one's written any fix about the Waffle House lady. Step your game up, authors. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why that don't was you insensitive. Fine, maybe I will write, yeah, you write a fic. A fic slash love letter <laughs> to, <laughs> to the Waffle House lady <laughs> who parried a chair and captured my heart in the same move movement. What can I say? It was cool. It was very, very cool, to be fair, but... Good. Yeah. Thank you. Don't make me seem like the weirdo by going silent after I say it. <laughs> okay, let's see what else we got. I think I'm going to uh, have a look for some crack. Okay. Did you really... When we started this podcast, did you think you'd be saying that as many times as you do? <laughs> no, honestly not. But here I am. Okay, I have a fic here. I'm just going to read you the synopsis. The Weeping Angels. Eggsy reads on the stolen Torchwood intel. Oh! Aliens that pose as statues. This is Doctor Who Kingsman. Kingsman, oh. yeah. It's called I Blink and You Weren't There. Sorry, I Blink and There You Were by by Della19. Relationships are Harry and Harry and Eggsy and uh, yeah, Merlin, Lancelot and the Doctor. This is the 10th Doctor era. I I still need to watch Kingsman. What? You've not seen Kingsman? I haven't seen Kingsman. Oh shit, you should watch Kingsman. Yeah. I think it's on Netflix, isn't it? Probably. Get on it, yeah. mate. It's very Hang up it's right the, now. <laughs> it's the best James Bond film I've seen since uh, Pierce Brosnan left. Yeah, okay. It's the spiritual successor. Jenny Flynn and Madame Vastra. That was That's the two yes. 
That's the two. Mm-hmm. Oh, holy shit. Hang on. Um, so Send it over. Summary. The Paternoster Gang boards an unusual ship written to fill the prompt boats. This is A Companion's Life for Me by LKMK. Okay. Uh, yeah, apparently this is an uh, Our Flag Means Death crossover. Oh, for God's sake, we should have seen that coming. <laughs> yep, we absolutely should. The unofficial fifth corner of the Super Hulock triangle, with the fourth being Good Omens, of course. Yeah, it's become sort of Super Hulock... Good super who lock, lock means death. Means yeah. death, yeah. <laughs> the five-pointed triangle. Yeah, so the trilogy of five, as Douglas Adams would say. Mm-hmm. So yeah, here's some additional tags. This is crossover, obviously. Crack treated seriously. Steed Bonnet being an idiot. Oblivious Steed Bonnet. Uh, Olawandi Budhari has the brain cell. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And new components, uh, new companion. This is nothing to do with the Doctor at all. It's just Jenny Flint and Madame Vastra and Strax. That's fine. So They're good yeah, people. That's absolutely fine. They were should have got their own spin-off. Hundred percent. Let's have a look. Steed raised an eyebrow. Your potato it was. I didn't think you. Okay, okay, Jesus. Strax was using his knife as well. Clever idiot. The Sontaran, not the human. Vastra clarified to herself. But you're my second, not the other way around. Shame, Black Pete says as he sharpened his knife. Seems a bar- far better <laughs> captain than you. Oh, snap. I don't know. I don't think Strax would be a great <laughs> captain. As Lord Commander of the 15th Sontaran Fleet, I'm far more equipped to lead this human regiment. Oh, <laughs> bubble snap. Do you wish oh. to battle for the captaincy? Oh, shit. <laughs> Hang on, Grace. Oh! I can't help but notice you found a fic called Selling Yanto Jones to One Direction by Alicia Jasmine. It's just saying the team needs new chairs and One Direction needs a blood sacrifice. And I thought, I'm not going to read this. I'm just going to send it over to you (laughs) so we can look at it together. I think they sold him to One Direction. So if One Direction need a blood sacrifice, they should probably send Jack because you can just kill him and he'll come back. If he doesn't stay dead, he's not really sacrificed, is he? They, they don't have to know about that. Yeah, but if whatever they're trying to do doesn't work, it'll be because they've tried to sacrifice an immortal. Well... And they'll want their money back. Tough shit. They should have read the fine print. I think One Direction have got very good lawyers. I, I just want to take mm, issue uh, yep. with one of the tags here. Okay. Canon typical violence. So, okay. at which point in the Torchwood universe, the BBC written Torchwood universe, was Yanto Jones sold to One Direction so they could have a blood <laughs> sacrifice? <laughs> I, I thought mean, the canon typical violence, violence I, I thought <laughs> the canon typical violence was something One Direction did, but I could be wrong. <laughs> Canon to One Direction's level of violence. <laughs> uh, we should be reading out the authors' names as we do this. By the way, this is I, this I Alicia Jasmine. Just so we're clear. Weirdly, we have the other. This is the opposite of our normal prompt because this time Grace didn't hear me say the author's name. Oh, sorry, mate. It's okay. Normally, yeah. Normally, I don't hear you say it. Uh, okay. As long as I remember at some point. Incidentally. Just to add to the next point, the Weird Al Yankovic movie needs to be... <laughs> that's kind of what I imagine One Direction's life to be like. Because <laughs> that sort of ends up with him fighting a drug dealer in the um, in Latin so, America. So basically, uh, Weird Al's rise to stardom is actually super na- uh, like super normal. Um, 
but the movie makes it out to be this like amazing fucking so the, so wild in the film ride. in the film he dies yeah despite him being having a cameo in the film and being alive so you think that one direction it's the other way around like i think one direction rose as... i reckon they fought a drug cartel at least once yeah like it outwardly they're portrayed as super normal quite nice boys who sing nice songs and they're actually not. They're involved in like seedy underworld stuff. Hundred percent. They've oh, oh they've god. died a couple of times and like, oh my god. There's no way Harry Styles keeps getting acting roles without him having some kind of dirt on people. <laughs> it's like oh Don't at me one direction fans. <laughs> it's like oh for fuck's sake, it's just like, Oh, we need new chairs, Yanto and it's like, What? <laughs> And then he's like, uh, oh yeah, Jack spent all the budget on bloody Legos again. And it's like, <laughs> it's like huh, this isn't a joke, unfortunately. We sold you for £6,500. That's enough to get us the nicest office chairs. Is that, it? Is that all I'm worth to you? <laughs> <laughs> that seems canon compliant. Oh dear. So now yeah. we know um, oh, what that author really in the Sonic episode uh, was talking about. What? The one that Oh yeah, you're I one. Read. The the selling people to one direction. Yeah. Yes. We normally don't do real person fix. We might have to make a set an exception for One Direction, because it sounds like that fandom's bonkers. I don't think they're in it. I think they're just um They just get people sold to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they they are in it, but I think it's literally a bit part at the end. Oh, in your okay. All of One Direction converged on him, taking turns stabbing him. As they finished singing the song, when they finished, they pushed the bloody body over the side of the bridge, and he plummeted onto the stage. He died there, bleeding out as the fans screamed and applauded. What? Christ, that fit gets dark at the end. <laughs> Team Torchwood never showed up. The new chairs were so good that they were all busy taking naps in them. <laughs> That's a pretty good chair. <laughs> so that's something. Do you want to message this author, Jim? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, that's, yeah. Oh, wow. Incredible. Okay, I have found a classic porn scenario written in a fic. Plumber. The other one. Um, Pizza man. Stuck in the washing machine. This is Dr. Doctor gives Miss Rose Tyler a thorough checkup by Lemony Tardis. We should have oh. known it was Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should have fucking known. That's on us. <laughs> I am a little bit dim. But it's okay. I, just, I could have been more specific. Uh, tags also include improper use of medical equipment. <laughs> <laughs> also prostate stimulation, out. which is interesting because it sounds like the, the inspection has flipped on its head a little bit. What's stething? Where, where you try and put a stethoscope up your jacksy. Hang on I'm assuming that. Let's have a look. I don't fucking know. <laughs> with Nick. Here we go. Um, Stething, an individual <laughs> who only has dates with doctors. Ah, I found According to using Urban a Dictionary. stethoscope on oneself or another can or cannot be a sexual act, depending on the individual. Alternating periods of exercise oh. and rest are used to create variations in heartbeat, and noticeable defects such as arrhythmia and heart murmurs are exhibited. Okay, so Urban Dictionary has two different definitions. I'm going yeah. to tumble. Oh, damn. Okay, there's a lot of smurfs on that. There's <laughs> Steth head. An individual who only dates and or has sex with doctors or other mm. medical personnel. That's the healthcare industry at. equivalent to a puck slut with hockey players. Oh. A, a puck slut. That's a fantastic word. 
<laughs> uh, well, there we go. This has been Kinks with Nick. <laughs> that should really be our next spin-off show. <laughs> Kinks with Nick. Kinks with Nick. Just this northerner going through the things. And we should always make it ambiguous if you actually tried it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Kinks with Nick. On this Today... episode, a history of figging. Today, sounding. <laughs> you make it sound so quaint, like one of those railway journeys. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> I do just want it to be in the style of Michael Portilla's railway journeys. <laughs> Just like really fucking normal. Just you trying about everything. Like <laughs> anal fisting and that. It was first discovered and, da, 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 and it's mm-hmm. people have loved it ever since. And then you just get this little classical music bit and you have pans of like. Ever since plugs, Sir Stephen Fist tried to insert <laughs> <laughs> It has since been known as figging. Oh, incredible. Okay, let's see what else we got. Hang on a minute. So I found something called Retrieving Stolen Goods by forget underscore about underscore me. Okay. The summary is the TARDIS key has been stolen. The Doctor has to win it back. The match he needs to win, a bit unorthodox. Oh. So apparently it's a holding contest where you see how long you can go without having to pee. It's a tough one. I found a piss tink. I found a piss kink. Thing. You sure have. Yeah. Water sports is in here. It is. Let's have a look. Both of you unzip. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a line from the fic. Jesus Christ. You two ready? The barman checked and they both nodded. Good. Three, two, one, start. The two men started peeing almost simultaneously, emptying their bladder into the bucket. Wait, what? It's a pissing contest. Yeah, Nick, you've got it wrong. It's not how long you can go without pissing. It's one of, how long you can piss for. One of the tags uh, was holding contest. But no, this is a pissing contest. Yeah. <laughs> Someone called Brad the Buster. This is, in fact, a pissing contest. That sounds tough. It, yeah, it does. So that's a doctor having the pissing contest with an original character, by the looks of things. We sure learned some things today. <laughs> we certainly did. I'm going to modify my choices. I think I need some crack in my life as well. Absolutely. Oh, no, you know what? I'm going to search for what I said I want to see in the world. Okay. I'm typing in Dalek in the character tags. And yes. Leaving it. Hang on, no. Dalek in relationship. <laughs> oh. Do you remember oh. Dalek Clara? Yeah. There's some about her. Souffle girl. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. It is, yeah. That was a reveal which was incredibly sad. That was a very sad episode. Yeah. I laughed. I cried, incidentally. (laughs) I know you hate Clara, Grace, but... I didn't even know who she was just then. I was like, it's a Dalek. Even I know souffles go off in space, you know, fucking... (laughs) First of all, I don't think... I doubt you did. Come on. No, it was more along the lines of, oh, it's a futuristic sci-fi thing. They can probably make fake eggs and milk to make all the shit. Like, so I overlooked it. And they're like, oh, but you can't have fucking milk and eggs in space and all that shit. I was like, come on, mate, it's space. (laughs) But, you know, here we are. Sci-fi wasn't sci-fi enough to provide ingredients for food. And I was just like, all right, I'm out. Oh, what? Oh, hang on. I've got this wrong. Okay, there are six fics with Dalek slash original character. <laughs> uh, it's that egg whisk. <laughs> God, I hope not. Yeah, just the egg whisk. Or the plunger. Plunge me, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, only one of them is explicit. 
uh, and that would be Silently on the Brink of Orgasm by the Almighty Tim. The Almighty Tim. The Almighty Tim. Uh, It looks like specifically a Doctor Who monster fucker fic, because the tags include Weeping Angel slash original characters, Dalek original characters, The Silence original characters, and Clara Oswin Oswald original female characters. Biggest monster of them all. (laughs) (laughs) Just so we have it on record, Grace, why don't you like Clara? Oh, she's just annoying and a shit actor. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I ha- It's just what it is. That's fine. You don't have to be sorry. Everybody's <laughs> entitled to their own opinion, however wrong that opinion may be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Amelia Rose is an ordinary 18-year-old girl struggling to choose between the love of Look, a weeping angel. Sorry. Her full name is Amelia Rose Martha Oswald. I see. Pretty much every companion in there. Yeah, I got that. Aside from Donna. <laughs> no love for Donna? There's, there's got to be lots of love for Donna. Like, I mean, not enough to get her name into the... No, no, absolutely, but... I'd love it if her middle name was Kebab. <laughs> Donna Kebab. As in no. Donna Kebab. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. She was Ten's best companion, though. This, this is a bit my immortal. Okay. My iridescent skin is so alabaster, unblemished, and milky white. So yeah, given I'm so plain and ugly, it's no surprise that the only man who loves me is made of stone. Oh, come on. This has got to... But my friends call me a... This is... This This... is my mortal. Is it intentional? I... I I think it... Better not saying anything unless you're sure. (laughs) I think it is. Check the comments and all that shit first. Yeah, let's check the comments, see what... Okay, yeah, this has to be... (laughs) I can tell from his stony silence and the sand caressing the velvet innards of my treasure house that he enjoyed himself too. Yeah, this has to be a uh, this has to be crack. Yeah, it definitely reads a bit like <laughs> my immortal. Anyway, she's shagging a weeping angel by the looks of it. <laughs> he thrusts into me as I cry out. The silk blindfold. Cr- yeah, you've got to wear a blindfold to shag a weeping angel. <laughs> yeah, I suppose you have to. Do it to me with your rock-hard cock, quite literally, in this case. <laughs> I can tell from his stony silence and sand caressing my velvet... Oh, velvet innards of my treasure house. Sand? Oh. Gets everywhere. I'm not even a vagina haver, but that doesn't sound nice. They all have... They all have names. Um, Hello, I ejaculate. <laughs> Flint Livingstone. For the Weeping Angels. Roger Silencio. For the silence. That's pretty good. Roger. His name's Roger. Oh, that's adorable. Oh, just halfway through, there's a disclaimer. I do not own any of these characters or things except the ones I made up myself. Doctor Who belongs to Stephen Moffat, the creator of Doctor Who. And Sherlock, which is Amazeballs, and the BBC do not steal these characters. (laughs) First up, Stephen Moffat created neither Doctor Who or Sherlock. Oh. I mean, he created the show Sherlock, but he's not the original creator of Sherlock Holmes. (laughs) Nor is he the original creator of Doctor Who, for that matter. This is very my immortal. It's Tuesday afternoon and I am wearing clothes. My best friend, Ryan Davros, is going to meet me at the mall. (laughs) This is, okay, yeah, this is full on my immortal. I pick at the hem of my My Chemical Romance t-shirt with trembling marble white hands. I look in the mirror praying my outfit looks acceptable. Please, please Write to message the author. The author. Yep. I think we should do this. Okay. Oh, Ryan, if you weren't gay, I'd kiss you. I'm not gay, he replies in his delicate screen. 
And kissing is not prohibited. And kissing is not prohibited. Oh, oh, Ryan, you're such a joker. Daleks do not have a sense of humor. (laughs) (laughs) Alert, alert. This apparel may fulfill your human desires. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gay. I wish to penetrate your feminine areas. Um, to be continued. I am pretty sure that you will be able to get a uh, a vocoder which makes you sound like a Dalek. I used to have one. I think it's funnier if we try on our own, to be honest. Um, I just wish I still had it. <laughs> this is what we need, and uh, if you, dear listener, donate to our Ko-Fi and Patreon, we can buy things that, that help us do that. For just Not £5, pound, we can get a Dalek impression that works. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I love this, and I'm going to write to the author. <laughs> yes, it is fantastic. Ryan's oh. head swivels majestically like a lampshade <laughs> attached to a rolling pin. <laughs> if you were swiveling it at the time. <sighs> okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave that Stop one alone for now. Just so. <laughs> oh, we're eating well on fanfics and chill. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. I think that's going to be fun. Mm. Okay, that's something I never expected to see. Mm. This is by Whisperer96. It's called 10th Doctor X Reader. Hatred is Beautiful. Oh. And one of the tags is The TARDIS Hates You. That's interesting. Oh, okay. And one of the tags is The TARDIS Hates You. That's interesting. Oh, okay. This is Yandere TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jealous that you're taking the Doctor away from it. I think the TARDIS is a her. Yeah, okay. She was portrayed as a her in that one yeah. episode. and he always sort of gives it female pronouns. Yeah, yeah. I think it's fair to call the TARDIS a she. Yeah, I'm kind of here for this. TARDIS hates you, kinky. One of the other tags is you've been Irene Adler. Yeah, I'm, I'm not entirely sure what that means. Irene Adler. That name rings a bell. Yeah, she was the it's, naked It's Sherlock Holmes' Sherlock. love interest. Yeah. Um, oh. Both in the books and in Sherlock. Mm. And he, she was always the one that got away. Uh, okay. So I'm, I'm guessing that's what it involves. Okay. Yeah, I think the TARDIS sort of gets in the way of your romance in this fic. I decide in jealousy that the Doctor shall never meet up with you again. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. Mm. That's the vibe I'm getting, anyway. Yeah, this could be fun. Yeah, mm. there's, a, there's scope for a lot, of, a lot of shenanigans here. I'm surprised that mm-hmm. I've seen more Yanto Jones than probably Sherlock going through these. Hmm. But that might, I'm on random, but I feel like it's trying to persuade me to have a type. I don't know. I mean, I endorse it, because that's a great ship. Also, who's Metacrisis 10th Doctor? So the Metacrisis was when the Doctor... It's when he regenerated into himself and created a clone of David Tennant. Yeah. He who he then of... left in the parallel universe with Rose. Oh. It was a way of getting rid of Rose, but resolving the storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they could have a happy ever after, but... Yeah, but the Doctor could still continue alone and brooding. Uh, that's funny. Exactly. Like Tennant was at that point. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay, okay. He kind of had this thing where he realised, like, I'm the last Time Lord left, I make the rules, what I say goes. Mm-hmm. Mm. During that period, it, it's when the TARDIS would... They've swapped out the woo noise with any My Chemical Romance song <laughs> as he travelled through time and space. Yeah, that's canon. Yeah. That is canon. 
probably more of an evanescence phase now <laughs> thinking about the tenth doctor it was just um they swapped out that uh, the tardis traveling noise with uh, wake me up wake me up inside. with the whole way through with christopher lee just saying nevermore over and over again <laughs> that feels more like an eighth doctor thing if i'm honest but, <laughs> sure. right let's see what else we got i want to so this is i'm just going to post this because i need help getting this right in my head we all need help nick this is doctor who and the country file conundrum uh, by Plum putting the writer <laughs> okay i can't help but notice dame judy dench and danny deviso are both characters in this story. so it's funny you should say that the Doctor and her companion, Danny, are travelling. They're getting into all sorts of usual shithousery. Okay. Now, I just want to draw your attention to the additional tags. Uh, this is a Doctor Who story, but the villains are Countryfile. <gasps> For our international listeners, what is Countryfile? Countryfile is like a nice, warm and fluffy programme where the presenters go to various places in the country, like farms or activity centres or yeah. beauty spots, that they sort of thing. They talk about lambing and preserving the countryside and nice places yeah, to walk on it. the Lake District. <laughs> yeah, they go hiking, they... They meet people who are into forestry, that sort of thing. It's sort of nice, wholesome daytime TV. I used to like watching this, and they have a live cam of, like, they give you progress reports of how, like, the birds are growing in the bird box, so they'll have a little camera in there. They say, oh, the Mm -hmm. chicks are hatching, and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's nice. It's nice. And And they're the villains of the story. (laughs) Yeah, this is one of the things that gave me whiplash about this. Why are they the villains? Apparently the BBC is going to sue for defamation. What? Us too, because we are the shipping forecast. I think the BBC... (laughs) I think that tag is referring to the BBC suing Plum Pudding the writer for defamation after slandering Countryfile and making them the villains. I don't know how, but I'd love to see it. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Like, 13,000 words... So, th- four chapters. So it's not beyond the realms of possibility to find out. So before we get into this, Nick, I will tell you there is a prominent Time Lord in Doctor Who lore called Morbius. No! Really? So when, when you see the word Morbius here, it's not referring to the hit vampire movie with Jared Leto. So he doesn't at any point say it's Morbin time. I didn't say that. <laughs> he does say it's Morbin time. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. He doesn't. He absolutely does. And you I, cannot convince we, me I'm going to have to rewatch it to find out. <laughs> he probably doesn't, but I don't care. So I'm just skimming through, and I can't help but notice this bit in bold that's just, remember the Alamo, the doctor yelled, throwing a Molotov <laughs> cocktail at the thing. <laughs> <laughs> remember that Alamo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there it, there it is. <laughs> Doctor, Danny made a joke, squawking yelp. No, I'm assuming DeVito. I hope so. But yeah, I, I really know. hope so. It's a giant crab that's getting a Molotov cocktail chucked at it. The fire suppression systems began to unhinge from the ceiling, spraying the console room with a vast quantity of foam, most of which formed an unholy afro upon Danny's forehead. <laughs> that's got to be DeVito. <laughs> it has to be. Doctor, <laughs> uh, no. Oh, dear. Okay. Instantly, you'd think the TARDIS would have a better fire suppression system than just foam from the, from the air. Yeah, Bearing just... in mind there's that big door that can just open into space. Well, yeah, just exactly. Vent the oxygen. Like, create a vacuum, deprive it of oxygen, put the fire out that way. Mm. But I suppose Danny DeVito wouldn't have ended up with, with an afro. That's fair. 
Danny then died of blood loss. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. What's happening to me? Daddy screamed, horrified, as he was a levitating blue cartoon ghost. Indeed, he was. <laughs> They've got this wrong. You killed Danny DeVito. <laughs> He's a national treasure. Not our national treasure, but... <laughs> oh, I, I like this exchange. I am Ellie Harrison, said the denim man in his cold and pristine voice. I am a farmer and do family things. And I'm Matt Baker, said the woman. And I manage the property and do family things too, I do think. Their stillness was unsettling. Uh, hi, Chrissy managed. Do you know what the hell is going on? Oh, she used naughty language, Miss Harrison, the woman said. Yes, Mr. Baker, we can't have that on our BBC channel, the man concurred. This is bountiful big crops territory. So this is how they're the villains. Can't do no cursing around here, the woman mocked. No siree, we ought to run you over with our farming equipment. I just noticed this is 13,000 words A roar attached to the creature Helpfully adorned with the Countryfile logo (laughs) (laughs) Confusion was the last thought that Chrissy had This looks really fun Yeah (laughs) It sure does Yeah, it does Okay, so there are previous fix With Danny DeVito as the companion This is actually the third in the series Maybe this is foreshadowing. Also, it solved um, the first fic. It's called Doctor Who and the Silly Regeneration Pudding. Sorry. Doctor Who and the Silly Regeneration Thing. I was reading the author's name. I can't read. I shouldn't do this show. <laughs> Again. Anyway, the, uh, <laughs> the, the synopsis is, Oh no, the Doctor has regenerated into Judy Dench. What a dilemma. That's not a dilemma, <laughs> that's a fucking result. <laughs> Yeah, but the BBC's budget has clearly gone up if they can get the Dench as the Doctor. Uh, so that explains... I was I was imagining it was Jodie Whittaker the whole way through, but no. No, it's Dame Judi Dench. It's the Dench. Yeah, with Danny DeVito as a fucking companion. This is yeah. amazing. I want yeah. to see this. Well, it's three parts, roughly 30,000 words in all. And yeah, I recommend it for that alone. Sorry, I didn't read the whole thing. Oh no, the Doctor has spontaneously regenerated into Judy Dench. What a dilemma. There's also a slight issue that Earth is being invaded by the Daleks, who are currently running a pizza parlor. <laughs> Things are about to get strange. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is a shitpost series starring Dame, du- Dame Judy Dench as the Doctor, the non-canon Judy Dench Doctor adventures. The original fix were on my blog, but are absolutely not required. In fact, don't look at them. Don't. <laughs> Nothing is taken seriously from here on out. Please enjoy. <sighs> so there's a whole thing of Dench as the Doctor. Not just these three fics, but also like an entire blog that I'm going to have to look into. <laughs> oh, shit. The se- so the series is called NCJDDAS, and I didn't yeah. qu- it didn't quite click what that stands for. But it's the non-canon Judy Dench Doctor adventure series. Or something along those lines. That yeah, that's some universe that the author has built for, for a beautiful themselves. universe. Yeah, absolutely. This is this is what fan fiction is here for. Hmm. Ideas like this, ten out of ten. Right, I'm putting it explicit on. Let's find some smut. He's going for it. He's putting the smut on. Mm. Yeah, you know that's the point. In Doctor Who, when they pick companions, they always try and make a point of picking like normal, average people. Hmm. At some point, one of the Doctor's companions is going to be an e-girl. Is that because e-girls are getting more normal? 
Yeah. More normalised? Are we normalising yeah. e-girls now? Exactly. What yes, kind of boomer sentence was that? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be normalising these e-girls. <laughs> the future's now, old man. Um, for the record, there's nothing wrong with e-girls. That's fine. <laughs> for the record, for everyone who's not... Nick, Nick is not particularly old. <laughs> like... <laughs> He just is an attitude. I am like 30, but going on... Nick has been 30 since I first met him. Yeah, like 13. 30 going on 55. Mm-hmm. So, I like steam engines. I take pleasure from assembling flat packs. Like, yeah. And he always has. Do you still have Trevor the Traction Engine that you brought into high school once? Trevor the Traction Engine? Yeah. Okay, for one, its name isn't Trevor. It didn't have a stop name. me. <laughs> No, we na- we named it Trevor because you didn't have a name for it. Yeah, you guys named thus, it. <laughs> thus, it became Trevor the Traction Engine. As we all know, you... Trevor is a is a tractor's name. Yeah, therefore like, that's okay. a solid name. So, for the listeners' benefit, um, for Christmas one time when I was about fifteen, sixteen, um, maybe even earlier, I got bought a a really rather beautiful live steam model of a traction engine. Which I was very proud of, and I really, really liked it. Um, I actually sold it to buy a classic car. Oh, no. Because they are worth quite a lot of money, but I'm working my way into getting one back, because I do miss having something live steam, which I can mess with. So, no, I don't still have it. Oh, I'm gutted. Yeah, I know. But yes, we named it Trevor, and I think that fit. (laughs) I hope the next one you get is called Trevor 2. The Trevening. The Trevening. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go show only crossovers. We've not seen many crossovers yet. I have found one. Okay. So uh, this is called It's Getting Hard to Breathe by okay. Nightstand the Furby. In brackets, Melange of Mirages. Okay. The summary is, hey, ever noticed how Matt Smith and Neil Cesiriga look like each other? Oh. Now you have, and now you must suffer with me. Neil Sisirica, the guy who does all the mashups that isn't the guy, Camel Band. The guy who does the mashups, uh, Lemon Demon. Uh, yeah, so this has Lemon Demon in it, Neil Sisirica and the Dinosaur Orchestra, which is a fantastic band name. Mm. So is this Matt Smith making mashups? I, I don't know. I oh, want wow, to find I, I out. love how this is written. Yeah. Oh, boy, says the Doctor. <laughs> time to go on a magical time adventure in this cool machine, and the author knows... This is a cool machine the author knows next to nothing about. Let's go, my friends. I'm Scottish, right? <laughs> Redhead lady asks. Probably Lamau. I don't know anything about accents. I'm a literal alien. The author's pretty sure of this. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to 64 million BC. That sounds like a normal, harmless idea. The Doctor number 11 turns towards the thing that makes the TARDIS go through time and begins doing his thing. <laughs> Finally, a uh, fic I can understand. <laughs> hey, mate, you good? Amy's voice snaps the doctor out of his thoughts. I thought this was a crack fic. You're getting a little too coherently worded there. <laughs> Damn right, pull it back. <laughs> so, Grace, if you could cast anyone as the doctor, who would you cast? Um, I, I, I don't think I'm qualified for this question. That's fine. Just do your best. Do your best. Who are you casting? It doesn't matter who I say. You're going to say, oh, I've got the perfect person who isn't that. And then you'll then you'll post something. I was hoping you would say Wei Wu Shen, because I have what? here... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I have here a fit called The Boy Who Waited by Make Them Remember. Um, no. The tags include Wei Wu Shen as the doctor. No! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to tell you a story, Lanshan. The story of the universe. The doctor pauses and begins. Make them remember, you madman. <laughs> <laughs> or woman. Whoever, I love you. <laughs> um, you mad lad. In which lad is gender neutral. Lad can be gender neutral. Yes. <laughs> uh, I say madman in in the human sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my Fair god. Enough. The story of the universe. What yeah. the? This has Wei Wuxian uh, as the doctor. Time travel. Child lands Jan, unfortunately. Pre-slash, and nothing inappropriate happens in this fic. I'm sorry, Grace. No, I, I don't really want Lanjan to be molested as a child, so we're good. <laughs> we're That's good. Fair. <laughs> but you'd like to see them grow up to be husband and husband. I think that I think that'd be a bit weird. Um, okay. meeting, meeting him as a child. Yeah, no, it would be. Well, Didn't no, this, stop the, Celine that's... Dion's manager, but here we are. So it wasn't a romantic relationship, but that's how the Doctor met Amy Pond. That's true. As a child, and then she waited until she was like twenty-five before and he then married got back her daughter. Before marrying yeah. Rory. Before marrying Rory, yeah. She did try it on with the Doctor, though. She did, and the Doctor oh, was yeah. like, "No." Yeah. No. Well, no, no, that's, no, that's no. why it won't work with Lanjan and the Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, Doctor but, Wei but the doctor's way with Shen now. Oops. It makes it very conflicting. Blimmin' mm. <laughs> Either way, it's there. That's I reckon fantastic. this is gonna. This is probably gonna be very cute, isn't it? This is gonna That's be the very impression fluffy. I'm getting. Yeah. All very sad. Oh no, it's very sad. I'm I'm scrolling through it. It's it's incredibly sad. But then again, one of the one of the tags was grief slash mourning. Which, which is probably going to break me, so I'm going to leave it. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's... <laughs> I don't know what I expected. I was not expecting Wei <laughs> as the doctor. <laughs> well done, James. I'm, I'm impressed you found this. <laughs> Incidentally, um, if I sort by hits, looking at Smart for Doctor Who, um, the fic in which Amy grows a penis is still really high up. Oh wow! God. Now, in which Amy grows a penis was one we covered when we first started this show. It was. I believe it's what Nick picked. It is the sixth highest if I search Doctor Who in explicit and with the tag smut. So it's still doing well. Is it still being yeah. updated? Uh, don't think so. It was finished. Oh, right, I see. But it's still oh, up wow. there. So that was a good one from what I remember. It stood the test of time. Uh, Jim? Yo. You know you like the Eighth Doctor? I do. Right, I found something. Oh yeah, I should search the Eighth Doctor, shouldn't I? This is Madame Butterfly by Eleanor Fish Eight. Um, it's a Columbo crossover. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> <laughs> now, just one more thing, Mister Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he does. Hang on, does he do it? Hello, he, I've he got will... an autograph. <laughs> he will. In particular, do. when was the first showing? Okay. Oh, it's showing. It's Columbo is being taken on as a companion in this. Oh, I want to see that. It's That's very sweet. Yeah. That is fantastic. I think everything will get solved very quickly. <laughs> <That's the problem. laughs> that's... There's still 2,000 works with just the Eighth Doctor, incidentally. That's still a good chunk, I guess. That's bigger than a lot of fan. Well, it's about right for the fandoms we cover. Yeah, yeah. But the most obscure Doctor on his own getting that is pretty damn good. I suppose with a fandom like Doctor Who, which is so big and mm-hmm. multifaceted, there is going to be like people uh, obsessing and writing fanfic over the, the, the tiniest of characters. That's true. Mm. And there's a lot of smoke with him and Rose Tyler. 
Yeah, I think there was one in our first show, wasn't there? The Eighth there? Doctor, though. That's... Oh, the Eighth Doctor. Oh, right, yeah. okay. That's, that's an unusual choice. Wait, what? Okay. So, I have a fic here. It's called Operator Operator by Never a Larch. Let's see it. The relationships. The relationships are... Sixth Doctor with the Master, Fifth Doctor with the Master, Eighth Doctor with the Master, Seventh Doctor with the Master, Ninth Doctor with the Master, Fourth Doctor with the Master, Third Doctor with the Master, Second Doctor with the Master, and First Doctor with the Master. So it's an intergenerational Doctor gangbang with the Master being the... The summary. The Master works as a sex phone operator in order to kickstart his political career. That's it, really. <laughs> So, for those who aren't Doctor Who fans, the John Sim Master, he briefly became the British Prime Minister. They were some of my favourite episodes. And presumably he needed to raise funds legally without using Time Lord shenanigans to get that money. <laughs> so, so he became a sex line operator. <laughs> and presumably, <laughs> he just keeps, keeps getting called by the different doctors. Wow, this is something else. Like, do you think that Harold Saxon could uh, could pull off the sex line operator thing? I mean, he's not my cup of tea, Grace. Who? The John Sim Master, the one David Tennant had as his nemesis. He's just he just looked like a bloke to me. But could he run a sex line? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He could make campaign worth amounts of money. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Not when the only people calling him are Space Hobo Doctor Who. <laughs> he doesn't really have much in the way of cash. Space Hobo. He's kind of a space hobo, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. It goes from place to place, bums around. Exactly. Lives in his Sometimes literally with these things. Yeah, lives in his car. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's not quite right, the Doctor said. Could you try and be a bit more Scottish? <laughs> So that was the second Doctor, whose main companion was a Scottish man called Jamie. And uh, <laughs> so the Doctor's called him to be like, right, I need you to put on a Scottish accent for me. <laughs> oh. Almost an hour of listening to the Doctor's tearful confessions of love for that Jamie. The Master is sick of it. He can't even enjoy the tender descriptions of fucking, since the Doctor can't keeps fixating on imaginary Jamie's imaginary kilt and throwing the Master out of the scene. <laughs> The master limits himself to saying, Oh, I love you, and dinner fash yourself. <laughs> Which seems to satisfy the doctor in terms of Scottishness. <laughs> His standards weren't very high. He gets £30 out of the end of it, though. <laughs> Who's next? The sixth doctor calls him, the one who dresses like a clown. Uh, the doctor calls, he's asking specifically for a fit, for a, um, a type of smart called uh, My Secret Life. Mm -hmm. And the master's just scrolling through all the erotic books that he could have. One's called The Hairy Bum Furrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, the chapter the doctor once read is A Convalescent Amusement. Um, uh, read it to me, the doctor said. Fifth paragraph down. And it, it turns out it's, it's a, it reads like a tech manual. <laughs> <laughs> The master scans the rest of the paragraphs he can read. This is a tech manual. A tech manual for sex. The prick, broadly speaking, is a long, fleshy, gristly pipe. They're, um, they're not selling this to us. No, it's deliberately bad smart. 
<laughs> and that sounds like very much something the Doctor would be into. <laughs> so I approve. This is a good fic. I might. This might be what I read. We'll see. I'm getting a bit engrossed by that one. I've, so I, I didn't find my crossover. Okay. But what I did find is somebody has made the British Avengers. The British Avengers. What? Okay, so that's the Doctor. So yeah, probably Sherlock Holmes. Uh, it's the Doctor, Sherlock Holmes, Harry Potter, Gene Hunt, Edmund Blackadder, James Bond, okay. Kelly Bailey, <laughs> Malcolm Tucker, yeah. Loki, and Ros Myers. What's Loki doing? Who's Ros Myers? She's from Spooks, maybe. Oh right, yes, that sound name sounds familiar. Yeah, possibly. So I personally would have nominated Ronnie Pickering to be a member of the <laughs> British Avengers more than anyone else. Yeah, he like fulfills the role of the Hulk. The Hulk. Yeah, he's the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> no well, avenging, is... please. We're British. Yeah, this is no avenging, please. We're British by Nettler. Mm-hmm. And the summary is director Blackadder director of Black... Shield. Blackadder's in charge. Had a dream, a dream of getting other people to do all the hard work saving the world while reaping the benefits of a huge paycheck at the end of the day. That's very Blackadder. Yeah, damn right it is. If the Americans can get a team of superheroes comprising of geniuses, spies, aliens, metahumans and all-round badasses, then so can the United Kingdom, and they're going to do it better because half of their team has already saved the world several times. I mean, yeah, they've got Matt Smith in there, so he's probably carrying the weight of the team. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, much like the Avengers, this isn't a balanced team. Like, no offence to Malcolm Tucker and James Bond, but they're not really on par with Loki and the Doctor. <laughs> I mean, just think how Hawkeye felt standing yeah. next to Thor. <laughs> Very true. The guy who shoots arrows next to a god. <laughs> He's helping. An alien god. And then he ran out of arrows mid-battle. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, this looks like a lot of fun, to be fair. I saw a fake. I can't find it now. But it was the Doctor with Alan Turing. Oh, wow, okay. And now I can't find it. That's kind of a shame. Does he do the thing that he did for Van Gogh? I hope so. Yeah, because that was quite nice, I thought. Let's see if I can... F I'm just going to have to search for it directly, aren't I? Oh, there's a lot of fix about Alan Turing. That's going to be harder than I thought. Oh, there we go. Uh, hy Hyperboloids of Wondrous Light by Aplison is the fic I was on about. Okay. Uh, it is Doctor with Alan Turing. Eighth Doctor, specifically. Another best, eighth? Best Doctor. I think I found it because that's who I was searching for. Doctor Amnes Amnesiac Genius Without a Name. From is uh, I can't even read today. Either way, he teams up with and starts dating Alan Turing. Oh, wow, okay. This sounds quite nice, to be honest. It does. Yeah, you're right. Mm. 57,000 words. Mm. Oh, damn, this is going to be long and romantic and probably very sad at the ending. Yeah. Because... Spoilers for Alan Turing. F spoilers for Alan Turing's life. God, he deserved better. Fuck yeah. the British government. He certainly did. Uh, he is still alive at the end. Wait. You know what? No, this one's super sad. It looks really well written, but you're going to have a sad time if you read this. Bear that in mind. Oh, okay. That doesn't necessarily mean don't read it. Just no, bear absolutely that in mind. not. Just be prepared be for feels. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Let's find something fluffy and weird to end on. <laughs> I don't want to wrap up on... <laughs> no, as that's... good as this looks, I don't want to end on something sad. That is fair enough. Even if it's very well written sad. Has anyone got anything fun and crack for me? <laughs> 
I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Hang on. Pepper, get off my phone. Oh, she's exited out of it. <laughs> I do think I am cracked out, but... Oh, no. I, I found lots... Like, yeah, this is an unbelievable amount of stuff, and it's going to be hard to choose. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not leaving till we find something fun. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gracie, you okay? I'm what so tired. <clears throat> I'm so tired. We'll do our best but to find something fun. It's nearing nine o'clock. I'm going to fall asleep. So, if listeners, Grace did in fact fall asleep while we were recording at one point. <laughs> my bedtime is at eight o'clock, like the rest of people my age. You're 27. You should be out partying. I, I don't think I could. There was this time I stayed up to like... 11 at a party and I was flagging so hard and I was talking to someone who had been who was older than me and who had been out two nights in a row already and she was like yeah man it's not as easy as when I was 18 but you know and just, just started chugging a red bull I was like I don't know what you're made of but go die I hate you <laughs> um, yeah I, I must admit it's, it's hard work going out nowadays it sure is <laughs> yeah like um Car shows, diesel galas, I can do from now until the cows come home, but like going out is a struggle. Uh, okay, this will. Welcome do to the aging podcast. <laughs> We've, uh... Right, and we need something quick to wrap this up so Grace can fall asleep. Uh, this is Jack's mate. Okay. By Last Sins with a Last Y. Last Sins with a Y. This story is for the sole purpose of Jack notting the Doctor. Oh, so it's gone <laughs> without plot then. Yep. <laughs> I am awake. <laughs> I'm not an Omega, I'm not human, the doctor growled as he moved away from Jack. He was lying, of course. He'd known he was an Omega his entire life. <laughs> Interestingly, does that mean you stay in Omega no matter how you regenerate? Maybe. Oh, now we're getting It kind of implies into... it is. Yeah. How Maybe would... it's it's a mindset that becomes genetic. I, guess I don't so. know, like a placebo, maybe. Yeah, I don't how, know. How would the ABOverse work in the Doctor Who universe? Well, there's, there's apparently no plot, so um, it won't be describing that in this one, <laughs> gonna, I don't think. I'm going to say, as the Doctor Who canon expert, that no matter how many times you regenerate, you remain an Alpha, or an Omega, or a Beta, or a right. Sigma male. I see. Incidentally, there is a Time Lord called Omega. He is one of the founding Time Lords. He's the one that invented time travel. He's wearing his status on his sleeve, then. He sure is. Yes. He was the original power bottom in Time Lord society. (laughs) (laughs) I believe it was on our Doctor Who episodes that Nick discovered what a power bottom is, so I think it's fitting that we go full circle. It was, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, fair enough. So, with that in mind, what have we learned today? Uh, I've learned that you can't always get what you want, yep. but you often get what you need. Yeah, I've so. learned you often can get what you want, because we managed to find Grace an untamed fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Sometimes you can have your cake and eat it. Mm-hmm. And I've never got that, because what the fuck else are you supposed to do with cake? Exactly. Admire it. You find out it's not actually I've actually cake. learned... Mm, 
<laughs> so what I'm finding interesting, and we didn't really talk about it because I don't really know enough about it. Hmm. It's surprising how much of a dent the Thirteenth Doctor and Yasmin have made on yeah. the fandom. Yeah, I... there's a. I saw a lot of them in the tags. Who was Yasmin like, again? The Thirteenth Doctor's companion, um... the policewoman. She's the only one that stayed the whole way through the Thirteenth Doctor's career. Ah, I see. Yes. Yeah, that that's why I didn't recognise. I, I haven't yeah. watched any of Thirteen, in fact. Oh, okay. You didn't miss much. Yeah, she. I think she fe- she fell for her, didn't she? Yeah, like she she had this whole thing of like falling yeah. in love with the Doctor. All oh. oh, right, I see. And the Doctor just being like, "Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm very older than you. This is kind of weird. This is a bit weird. Yeah." But then again, that whole run was kind of weird, so it's it's fine. <laughs> it's I'm sorry okay. if any of our listeners are fans of the Thirteenth Doctor. That was mean. I'll take that back. It could have been better, but definitely it, it but exists. Despite that, it has still left a lot of smut out there. Like that was second to Rose and Tenth Doctor, from what I saw. Yeah, and that's impressive considering considering how much other stuff is out there. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. So good on them. Uh, Grace, what have you learned today? I don't know, I'm asleep. To be fair, we we did pick on you last okay. this time. Yeah, so. and Grace is tired. So <laughs> Grace has learned that she needs to be asleep. Which is fair enough. Because mm-hmm. I will be far behind, because I do have work in the morning. That's fair. Please send me your WAV files before you fall asleep. No, that's fine. I, I will do that. Um. Yeah, we'll wrap this up, because we've been recording for a while. <gasps> um. Thank you for sticking with us <gasps> for this long. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Mm. I'm kind of sad I didn't find a fic about Omega the Time Lord. I might look into that in my own time. There will be one. There has to be. Especially if it's an ABO fic. Yeah. Um, join us in two weeks. We'll be reading... We'll be picking a fic we liked, and we'll be talking about them in a bit more depth. I uh, hope you enjoy that. That'll be in two weeks from now. Yep. And then we're going into Uncharted Territory, topics we've not talked about before. We're not going to redo Chernobyl because I don't think there's there's probably not been much new in the Chernobyl fandom since we last covered it because there is no Chernobyl season two. Yeah, ab- absolutely not. Um, I don't think there's very much scope for a season two anyway. They've mm-hmm. they've kind of told the story and it was exactly. very good. Unless so. another unless they do like the Fukushima disaster, Aww. they could do. Yeah, they could do Fukushima. I hope they don't. Like, I think it's it's fine as it is. <laughs> yeah, this is it. I I don't think there was. Or they could adapt Roadside Picnic. <laughs> the novel loosely I say, well, it looks like Chernobyl, looking back it looks as if it's inspired by the Chernobyl disaster, but it was written before the Chernobyl disaster Right, I see. And it's also the book that inspired Stalker, the game Yeah, it is. And the Yuri anime, Other Side Picnic <laughs> Weird tangent I, I love that Japan looked at the sci-fi Soviet horror Roadside Picnic and decided to write just redo it, but with schoolgirls falling in love. Yeah, it's there. Like, do you know what this needs? This, this, this needs schoolgirls falling in love. This Russian horror is good. If only there were two schoolgirls okay. falling in love. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thanks, Japan. <laughs> and yeah, thank you to our listeners for sticking with us this far. Mm. Um, I've already said, join us next time. If you're enjoying the show, um, write in. Like and subscribe, all the other stuff that we have to tell you to do. Yep. Tell your friends, that's the best way for our show to grow. Give us your money. Give us your money, if you want. Or don't. But, but you know, times are hard, I'm not, I'm not your mum. Yep, times are probably, hard. If, 
by the time this uploads, I will have sorted out our Patreon. There's just going to be one tier. It gets you access to our Discord server where you can chat with us. I'll tell you what, if uh, if you join, you will be the first. But yes, <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> Come we set it up last year and we just kind of half-assed it. Yeah. There were plans for bonus content, but I'm bad at updating it. And, well, um, yeah, I mean, you're bad at updating it. We're also bad at letting real life get in the way exactly of of podcasting mm-hmm. so yeah and then we decided to do a second show anyway because we were having fun <laughs> yeah because because fuck it why not and if we can mm-hmm. make one person's day better by listening to our show then that's fine that was the exactly goal. okay i think we've covered for the fact grace has nodded off enough now <laughs> good night everyone good night good everyone. Night. okay grace is still here good. <laughs> only barely Right, we can stop recording now. Yep.